Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, we've got more hot and dusty weather right across the Middle East, as per usual. A little more cloud down towards the, uh, the, the far south here. Quite a brisk wind, lifted dust and sand into parts of Oman. Up towards the UAE as well, here in Doha, temperatures into the mid-40s. Further north, hot sunshine continuing, hot enough in Damascus at around 40 Celsius. One or two showers up towards the Caucasus, nothing too much to speak of. One or two of those showers just running in across the far north of Iran, pushing a little further eastwards over the next couple of days. But as I said, hot, dry and dusty sums it up for the most part as per usual. Hot, dry and dusty too across the north of Africa, but not as hot as it has been recently. So it... 30 Celsius there in Tunis, not quite getting up to 30 there in Algiers. We're still into the 40s there in Cairo over the next couple of days. Central areas of Africa still seeing some big and thundery downpours just rumbling away. We'll see further heavy showers banging away there just into southern parts of Chad, right across uh, the uh, central areas of Africa, right over towards Sierra Leone. Eastern side of the Rift Valley could catch one or two showers over the next couple of days, but for much of southern Africa... It stays dry, it stays settled. There you go with showers for Tanzania pushing up into Somalia. Frank assessments. $3 billion. Is it going to be enough to get Pakistan's economy back on track? The short answer is no. Informed opinions. For those who are attempting to flee to Chad, how dangerous is that journey? It is incredibly difficult. Many people do manage to get out, but at a great cost. In-depth analysis of the day's headlines. The question is really who controls what goes on in outer space in the future? Will it be governments or will it be big private corporations and individual super wealthy billionaires? Inside story on Al Jazeera. News from Al Jazeera. On the go and need to know? Al Jazeera's all-new mobile app is there for you. This is where we dissect, analyse and help define major... Let's bring in our guests now, joining us uh, from... Al Jazeera's mobile app, available in your favourite app store. Just search for it and tap download. The new app from Al Jazeera. New... Hope you're doing well. The world over, doctors and health practitioners have been worried about the increasing numbers of children with obesity. It's a huge matter of concern. And today on Your Baby Doctor, we will be focusing on obesity. Why does it happen? Why do children end up in that condition? And what do we do as parents and caregivers to enable the behaviors that prevent them from shedding the weight that may eventually kill them. You want to join me today, Dr. Koi and I, 
We'll be back. Do stay. When you enter any of our coin facilities, you will be met by our pleasant front desk offices, where your child will be registered in our system, after which you will be led to the nurse's station. Our competent nurses will triage your child and the needed first aid care will be given when necessary. Your next point will be the consulting room. Our proficient and friendly doctors will examine your child and give the appropriate diagnosis and treatment. From the consulting room, you may require the services of our laboratory, which is managed by highly skilled laboratory scientists, and then to our well-equipped pharmacy. When it becomes necessary to admit your child, you will be nursed in either a general ward or private ward according to your preference. At COI, we aim at giving you the best, your child's well-being, our passion. so much for staying on the baby doctor with me Bernice Abubedulansa. Today we are talking about obesity in children. I'm sure you have seen a child or two and wondered why their weight has you know gone unchecked. Today we'll be talking about that and for those of you who have obese children or for those of you who have been trying to help your children shed some weight. You want to stay with us throughout because Dr. Coy will be sharing some ideas with us to help our children live healthy lives. Remember that for us here at Baby Doctor, we always say that healthy children create happy children, which makes the home generally happy. And that's what we are all about. Hello, Doc. We are back again. Yes, we are. <laughs> and it's good to be back again. Yes, yes. And, and Doc is... Uh, a pediatrician. She's been practicing for almost three decades, is it? Yes. Uh, generally. And yes. then for pedi pediatrics? Pediatrics about... is it's two decades and more. And more. Hmm. Doc, today we're talking about obesity. It's a big problem globally. Um, in, in the past, when you, you spoke about obesity, even in adults, it was usually attributed to the West because that's where you usually saw huge people, people who needed aid in walking, mobility devices, because their weights were over, you know, over the, the required limits. But we are seeing that here in Ghana, especially with our children. We know some will say that, oh, this is a, um, a naturally big person born into a family of big people. So what exactly is obesity? So that we are sure in, in not to put people in a category they don't belong to. What is obesity? Uh, obesity, simply put, is when your, you know, we talk about your body mass index. Right. That is just comparing your height and your weight. Mm. And then we put a formula to it. And so for a growing child, for every age group, there is an expected normal. Okay. And so when you go beyond 85 percentile, we'll say percentile, that is when we pick 
children of your age and we put their weights down and we compare yours, you are above 85% of them, up to 95%. Then we say you are overweight. Okay. And when you hit 95 and above, we say you are obese. So that means when we look at your size, 95% of your classmates are way smaller than you are. Mm. And so you are above, only 5% can compete with you. Mm. And then we say you are obese. So these, uh, this is determined. It's, you have to diagnose obesity, is that it? <laughs> because So I can't sit at home and determine that my child is obese. They may be overweight, but not obese. So this must be declared by... Clinically, you okay. must be, yes. I mean, it's online. Okay. So you can actually weigh and then also check the height, put it into the formula. Okay. And then you compare it to his age group. Mm. There's a center. But if you want a professional diagnosis, then you have to go into hospital. Okay. I know sometimes you see a very big guess that, I mean, with your eyes, if your child is, is so big, you know. Okay. So you can easily tell that ah, this person is way bigger than his his peers. Yeah, so you can use your eye, but scientifically, when we are saying obesity, I mean, if a pediatrician is saying somebody is obese, she should be able to tell me what percentile the child is on. That word itself has a stigma attached yeah, to it. Yeah. It has psychological implications. Mm, mm. It has health implications. Mm. And so you cannot just say, I feel you are obese and get away with yeah. it. But what causes obesity? Because, you know, you're talking about an average in the class, but there are some people who are tall, they're huge. So you look at their mates and they look huge, taller, not necessarily overweight or big, but what causes obesity in children? Okay, so before I answer what causes obesity in children, those who are huge, their BMI will not put them in the obesity category. Because you mentioned the height. Height and the weight. Okay. And so if you are from a home where your parents are tall mm. and they are huge, you may not be obese Okay. by definition. In simple terms, you become obese or overweight when you consume more than you are using. Mm. And so we eat to have energy to use. If you eat more than the energy you are using, the extra will have to be stored as fat and you become obese eventually. So today I store some. Tomorrow I will store. Every day I'm eating more than I need to. So I continue to store. In fact, the truth of the matter is that because I'm never, I never lack in food, there's nothing like this fat that will be stored will be used later because I'm constantly what? I constantly have access to food. And so I'm eating all the time. So the fat continues to build up. To build up and then you begin to put them in the wrong places mm. as well. So in simple terms, mm. when you consume more than you are using, the excess will be stored in your body. Mm. And then you will put on weight. And eventually, as the weight adds on, you move from over normal to overweight. And then as you continue to add on, then you graduate from overweight to obesity. Right. Yeah. So, Doc, is this, is this simply a lifestyle issue or there are persons who are predisposed to being obese, like a certain medical condition, their genetic makeup? Are there people like that? Yes, yes, yes. There are people like that. And so the causes of obesity, I will put in four broad categories. The first one is those who are eating a lot, 
So you are eating more calories than you need. And then the second cause is lack of activity. Mm. You know, I told you that you are eating to use it. Right. So, you know, that's why we have this word couch potato. You stay in the couch, watch movies, and you become around like a potato, right? Yes. Because you keep eating nibbling, but you are not using it for anything. anything. All you are doing is using the remote to flip from one channel to, to the, the other. other. One channel to the other. What, do you, what energy do you use in that? Very little. Yes. So that's the second cause of obesity, childhood obesity that we, we are seeing. And then also lack of sleep. Hmm. It's a cause of obesity. People don't attribute much to that, but it's one of the known causes in our space now. And then also the genetics. There are some who are prone or who have some genetic makeup that makes them um, accumulate more yeah. fat. And the, 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 sorry to interject, but the, is it um, those who, we are told, struggle to break down? Because so I have a slow metabolic. We, we say a lot of things when it comes to Which is weight true. issues. Yes. Does that include people It includes like people like that. But the beauty of it is if you have a low metabolic rate, that means you have to eat less. Okay. Because bottom line, if you don't gobble it down, then there's nothing called extra. Okay, so whatever your metabolic rate is, mm. is either you are helping it increase by exercising or you are reducing how much um, you eat. Mm. Yes. And so that's it. And then there are people who have genuine diseases mm. and so they have no control. And yeah. when we sort out the medical problem, the weight will go. So that's it. But the genetic and the medical are the minority. For the genetic predisposition, I always say that, yes, if you know you have the predisposition, then it behoves on you, the parent, to protect your child. Because there's nothing beautiful about having a family where everybody is diabetic or hypertensive and is overweight, and then you do the same to your child. You you have not been responsible as a parent. So that's Mm -hmm. what um, I would say. But these are the four... Causes main of causes main of causes, yes. I've put them in, in the four groups, mm. yes. Mm. Why are we increasingly seeing more children reporting to the hospitals with obesity? What's the, what's the attributing factor? Yes, so we realize that our numbers have also been increasing and it's, it's worrying for because at first we were dealing with undernutrition. And now, mm. <laughs> while some are grappling with undernutrition, the other group are also over, are in the overnutrition system. So in both ways, we have nutritional issues. Mm. And recently, a study done, I think, two years ago in Accra showed that about 11% of, of children were, were obese, not even just overweight. And in nationwide, Accra, yes. And nationwide, we have about 19% of children overweight and obese, which is worrying. That means out, out of every five children, one is overweight or obese. That's what it means. And these, this has health implications for these children. For us in Ghana, the obese are in the higher socioeconomic group. Mm. Yeah, so the more affluent you, the, the families we have, the more likely you will find obese children within those families. And that is quite worrying mm. because you would expect that it should be reversed. But in Ghana, the more affluent we are, the more we indulge, and the more we crave to be westernized, and uh, we don't count the cost. We've not stopped to read and to see what has happened to the Western 
countries mm. when they adapted some lifestyles. Mm-hmm. But maybe we used to see them on the screen and used to fantasize that when we get rich, we will do the same. So as soon as we got a little more disposable income, We've just gone to town. Mm. And everything we see on the screen, we want to practice in our homes. But then there's a downside to it. So mm. that's what is happening now. And it's, 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 it gives us cause for concern. Mm. We're just trying to draw your mind to this very worrying situation. And much later, you hear Doc talking about the further health complications that uh, these children have to suffer now or maybe later in life as a result of unchecked weight i.e. obesity. Uh, so, Doc, I mean, but why are we increasing these hindus in children? What exactly is causing the, the trend? Okay. I think it's, it's, it's multifactorial. One, as a nation, we, uh, we, as a people, we are becoming more and more sedentary. And especially in the cosmopolitan or urban or peri-urban areas, we are driving more. And people are leaving home and staying in traffic for long hours. There's very little physical activity. Yes. And so with less, and then also I think this, we are becoming more and more protective mm. as parents. Sometimes we are bordering on para, paranoia because of happenings around. Mm. And so if she ever heard that a, somebody's child got lost, then none of her children will step outside the house. Not even to play football or play with the boys in the neighborhood. No way. Now we live in in neighborhoods when we don't even know our next door neighbor. Mm. Or the children don't talk to each other. They see each other being whisked away in cars. And if he wants to go and buy something, either the house help or the nanny is going to buy it. Or sometimes we actually drive, the driver takes him to the junction um, to, to, to buy. They are going to the salon, which is like 10 minutes walk. The child will be driven to the saloon, mm-hmm. waited for, and then brought home. Paper. Yeah, because maybe we are afraid a car will knock them. So these are some of... So we become more and more sedentary. We're spending long hours in school, hmm. going for extra classes, mm. come home tired. And then when they come home, instead of doing any activity, they slam in the couch, and then they want to unwind on the screen. And so it's one of so if you look at a day of such a person, if there's no sporting activity in school for which he is required to run, then there's no activity. So whatever he eats, apart from the little he's using to manage the body, as in walking, mm. thinking, all the rest will be stored as fat. So that's one of the causes. The other thing is that the more we can afford the more westernized we want to 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 to, to become mm. when it comes to our food choices and so in ghana local dishes are more for the poor if you have resources then you're going for sausage these are all processed food you are going for your fried rice you are buying pizza the children are having chips you can't imagine a child taking kusi to school for a snack Mm. But then, that is even better. But he will go for, for crepes. Uh, he will go for all these fancy snacks on the shelf. Also, we are not sleeping much. Mm. We are allowing our children to have as much time as they want. And, you know, some children even have TVs in their bedrooms. And, it, <laughs> and they will just say, go and sleep. 
turn off the TV and sleep. Then mommy and daddy goes to their bedroom to sleep. And you think those children are going to sleep? No. They turn on the TV. And they know when your door opens, you are coming. So we turn off the TV. Oh, there's a tablet that is under the pillow. So these are some of the issues that are really making it worse for Mm. us now. Mm. Yes. And we are all going for the wrong thing because we think it's a status thing. And if your child wants it, um, we should give it. And I think I must add, one of our major problems now is parents have stopped taking charge. And I don't know why we think it's okay to let the child have it. One response I always say is, that's what they like, dog. When you go to the shop, that's what they will pick. But I'm yet to see a parent who will let her child walk into fire and not scream. And so if you are that committed to getting your child out of harm's way, as in fire, then why are we then allowing them to kill their whole body? Maybe because we because, haven't addressed our minds yes. to the fact that what they're doing daily will end them I up. think that is where the problem is. Mm. We think that is okay. Mm. Oh, these modern children, mm. they always want to eat pizza. Oh, these children, that's how they are. You go and all the children are having some. So you don't want your child to be left out. But then I think as we go on that route, let's remember that when we see other children, other people's children jump into fire mm. or into a, um, the sea, and you know your child cannot swim. You do everything in your past as a parent to protect that child. And I think that should be our posturing going forward if we want to change the trend of events and Doc, protect I, I our children. I remember when we were talking about feeding in children and you gave that very interesting advice about trying to incorporate our local ingredients in what we prepare for our children because they acquire a taste. And then when they go, it becomes difficult for them to try other foods or detach themselves from what they already know. So there may be somebody watching us who's who's now learned that, okay, these things that I do may not help my children, exposing them to these type of meals and all that. Now they want to reverse the trend. Usually that's where the difficulty is, right? Um, what are the first steps to take? And I'm looking at a home setting. I'm looking at a parent or a caregiver who is desperately trying to help this child save their life. They may have read the teenage years now, where it's almost always complicated at that stage. How should they start the process? Okay, I think I'm going to be real here. And I'm not going to be sitting here and be high and mighty or righteous, yes. So some of the, some of the comments I'll give will be things that I have drawn off from personal experience and, and then also professional experience. Yes, I don't think I want any parent to beat him or herself up thinking that, oh, yes, I've, I've caused it, and so now there's nothing to be done. Take responsibility. Yes you, yes, you are part of the problem. But then often I see parents telling the children, stop eating, you're eating too much. Aren't you full? And then we are still leaving them to eat. Okay? That is where we are not being helpful as parents. It's a lifestyle change, and so you cannot expect your child not to eat it when you continue to buy the things. Mm. Our children don't have money. Parents have the money. Parents buy the things. Parents do grocery shopping. And so now we all have to sit as a family and renegotiate on the things we are going to eat. I am not going to stay, stop anything totally, but then we negotiate. We got to a point where we had bread eating days in my home. 
Yeah, because I know bread is white. It's, 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 it's just not healthy. And they love bread. So we negotiated. We had days that we ate bread. And as we were having the negotiation, I had at the back of my mind what I wanted to achieve. And so we said, okay, I said, okay, three days a week. And I selected the days when they go into school and they do sports. Okay. So I know that on that day when she eats bread, she's going to run. Burn it out. <laughs> That's a smart one. But that was mommy being smart. Yeah. Okay. And so because I didn't say no bread, I didn't get much of a revolt. Mm. I said we were going to, one, reduce our slices. Mm-hmm. And then we are going to have bread eating days. Okay. And we agreed on the days and put it on a timetable and pasted it on our fridge. Mm. And so if you wanted bread, I said it's not a bread eating day. And after two years of doing that, the appetite for bread just went down. Okay. Okay. And so I think it's doable. Vegetables, I know people say he will take all the vegetables out. When he's a baby, I will blend it into the food. When he grows older, we negotiate. If you want more jollof, you finish your vegetables. And sometimes I tell them, eat your vegetables like medicine. Eat the vegetables first and take your time and enjoy your protein and jollof. (laughs) The beauty of the story, by the time he's cleared the leaves, is going to occupy some important space. So as he takes his time to enjoy his jollof, there's a limit to how much jollof he can add. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So these are a few practical ways to kind of manage the situation. So one, get to know what is healthy. Know the things that are home that are not healthy. Mm. And then make a conscious effort to reduce the proportion of the unhealthy in the house. Okay. And increase the proportion of the healthy. If we don't like eating yam, let's negotiate on days that we eat yam as a family and reduce the fried rice. And if it's twice a week, it's better than none. Mm. Good. Then the, right, the yam days, we choose our sources such like that okay. people are not too Im- miserable. Yes, and it's you not know? boring. It's not boring. When we say vegetables and every day you are cooking cabbage for mm. them to chew, it's, it's emotionally draining. Okay? Some may like cabbage, some may like carrots, some may like peas, uh, some may like lettuce. Yeah. Yes, so we, we manage. Some like tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. So we negotiate. Today we'll eat Kweku's food. Tomorrow we'll eat Yes preference. Mm. The day is not your favorite. Eat a bit. Mm. And by and large, you realize that, yes. And I must add, another method is also to let children drink a lot of water before and during eating. There's this rule about don't drink any water till you finish eating, please. There's Thank no you real for bringing that in because I was just going to ask because we are told usually eat your meal. And some even say after 30 minutes, that's when you drink water. I answer it this way. God, who gave us breast milk, gave us 80% water at the start. And so can we replicate that in our lives? Okay. So Drink water, water, eat. And when you want to help your child, half the food that he used to eat. Half so the carbohydrate. No, half the food for starters. Wow. And when he <laughs> want, when, when he's done and he wants more, I will tell you, drink water. And then when he comes, I give him a quarter of a seven okay. as add-on. Okay. Trust me, by the time he's done with the quarter, the water and all have kicked in, and he begins to feel full. You know, most of the time when we eat, initially we are okay. 30 minutes, 15 minutes down the line, we feel so full. We can virtu- We are struggling to breathe. Yes, that means you overeat. Mm-hmm. So normally if I allow the child to take his or her time to eat, drink in between before he comes for more, he is not likely to come for a third seven. Mm. Because by then, 
he's feeling full. And so it's not like a drastic, no. painful it's a, it's journey. Strategic. It's strategic. And mm. what I even do is sometimes I increase your vegetable and reduce your carbohydrates. Okay. Because I know the monsters. And I'm reducing the monsters. And I'm bringing in the others that you like. But I'm not going to wake up one day and say, this is all you're eating. Take half. You are overeating. You are putting on too much weight. No. The child will, the child will revolt. Because that is not fair to him. And after all, who bought his, him the food? Mm. <laughs> mm. I know I sound controversial today. No, you don't but... actually. You're giving us just what we need to make the children healthy. So, Doc, from your earlier submission about what we can do to prevent uh, our children from getting obese, I get the sense then that it must not just be a lifestyle change for that child. It must be the whole family adopting. Yeah this change so that the child doesn't feel left out because if you're saying I can't have a sausage but my brother or my sister is having a sausage then I feel that you're not being fair to me or you're picking on me because I'm overweight absolutely and so I will smuggle and eat the sausage or I will begin to resent everybody because you are cheating me that's how children will think and so it's a lifestyle change and trust me more often than not when you see obese children you see that the has a pot belly. Mommy is also full. Mommy is also big. So it's it's not often that you see one child who is overweight or obese and is an exception in the family. Mm. If there's an, one exception, then you may want to find out whether there's a genetic or medical. medical reason because if they are all eating the same thing or what is happening now, mommy is eating healthy lifestyle. Yeah, She's doing all her smoothies and things mm. to look good. And her keto diet. A keto diet, but that, that diet, I don't even want to go That's there. That's another topic yes. for another day. But mommy is so obsessed with her model figure mm. but then she's left everything in the hands of caregivers and she thinks they can feed on what they want because they want it but she knows better but no you were privileged to have a parent who couldn't afford the luxuries then mm. and so they didn't feed you with as much as you are able to feed your children mm -hmm. you may have felt deprived but they saved your life yes and so now when you have the resources you have to be responsible mm. in the choices because look now, chicken is not what will break your bank account as a parent. When we were children, chicken was a ceremonial <laughs> thing. <laughs> a child never got drumstick. Now, children can have four drumsticks. At a time. At a time. And so, you will have to, to manage. So, if there's any lifestyle change, the whole family has to. If we are taking sausage out, nobody eats sausage in the house. If we have to take chicken out... Please, chicken is healthy. I'm not saying it's not. Mm. Nobody's eating it. If we want to have grilled chicken, everybody eats grilled. We can't fry for everybody and give him one miserable boiled one and say, you are losing weight. That's stigmatizing. Mm. Okay, so that's how it is. Family, if you talk about eat vegetables and you, mommy, cannot eat vegetables, then you are, your, your action is so loud that your sermon cannot be heard. I like that. So, please. We'll allow you to <laughs> think about that. We'll allow it to settle in. What Doc just said is so outstanding. And we need to realize that we are the best examples for the children as caregivers and as parents. We'll be back to talk about how we can socially help children. We'll deal with bullying and the stigma and even how sometimes as parents and caregivers, the utterances that we make can emotionally destabilize these children. Do stay with us here 
on the baby doctor. When you enter any of our COI facilities, you will be met by our pleasant front desk offices where your child will be registered in our system, after which you will be led to the nurse's station. Our competent nurses will triage your child and the needed first aid care will be given when necessary. Your next point will be the consulting room. Our proficient and friendly doctors will examine your child and give the appropriate diagnosis and treatment. From the consulting room, you may require the services of our laboratory, which is managed by highly skilled laboratory scientists, and then to our well-equipped pharmacy. When it becomes necessary to admit your child, you will be nursed in either a general ward or private ward according to your preference. At COI, we aim at giving you the best. Your child's Macy's One Day Sale is going on now with great deals of the day on back-to-school essentials they need now, like 40 to 50% off kids' and juniors' outfits, 25 to 50% off backpacks, bags, and accessories, and get their dorm room set with 40% off small appliances from Bella, Crux, and more. Plus, download the app for even more great deals of the day at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. I'll be our for staying here on The Baby Doctor with me, Bernice Abubeidulan. So today we are talking about obesity in children. Doc has established what it is, why it is caused, and how we can prevent it. Just before we took that breather, uh, she gave us something to think about. And we'll be wrapping up on the ways to prevent your children from being obese or even help them manage and get out of the condition. So Doc, we've spoken about the dietary issues, how they're eating, but the, the lifestyle of an obese child goes beyond that. What are the other things we should be looking at and ensuring that they are doing? Yes, so I think to conclude on the diet, which is one of our biggest nightmare, as parents, one I've talked about, we controlling what is available at home. Mm. And then also let's engage our children over and over again. Don't scold the child because he's eating so much because you did the training when he was much younger. And so we've realized we have a problem. We have to talk through it. Sometimes you have to be stern, but then don't let the person feel so much a victim that he decides to find smart ways around it. Children will always be children, though. Yeah, they can be managed. They can be very good at it. So, so let's manage what, and then portion control, portion management. Let's all agree on the portions. Even if you are not home, your house help or the nanny should know what the required portion is. Sometimes they are also terrible. You ask them to give a ladle and they will give four ladles. Yeah, well, you know, but, dog, it happens that sometimes the, the, the children and the nannies are friends, you know, and the nannies are very simple. Oh, give me, oh, you know when mommy comes, you know, give me, oh, you give me this one last time. And then they get sympathetic and, you know. I saw it in my home at a point when Aww. my children were very... 
Macy's One Day Sale is going on now with great deals of the day on back-to-school essentials they need now, like 40 to 50% off kids' and juniors' outfits, 25 to 50% off backpacks, bags, and accessories, and get their dorm room set with 40% off small appliances from Bella, Crux, and more. Plus, download the app for even more great deals of the day at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. We're headed back to school. That means the family needs new clothes, so we signed up for Stitch Fix. It's a stylist who does the shopping for us. Stitch Fix is easy. I tell them what we like and give them our sizes. Then we each get a box full of clothes that are just our style. The looks are on point and on budget. We keep what works and send back the rest. And there's no subscription required. Our stylist does all the work, which means I have more time to focus on, well, everything else. Stitch Fix. They just get us. And they'll get you too. Macy's One Day Sale is going on now with great deals of the day on back-to-school essentials they need now, like 40 to 50% off kids' and juniors' outfits, 25 to 50% off backpacks, bags, and accessories, and get their dorm room set with 40% off small appliances from Bella, Crux, and more. Plus, download the app for even more great deals of the day at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Rocket, we know buying a home is exciting and a bit overwhelming. Ready to buy a home but stressed about writing those big checks? Rocket can help you save. When you buy with Rocket Homes and finance with Rocket Mortgage, you can get up to $10,000 cash toward closing from Rocket Mortgage. It's a pretty big deal and one you can get only with Rocket. Visit onlywithrocket.com to get started today. For purchase transactions only, must log rate between 331 and 831. Call 837-ROCKET for conditions and restrictions. Equal housing letter license in all 50 states. And I'm consumer access number 3030. I'll be a passion. for staying here on The Baby Doctor with me, Bernice Abubedulansa. Today we are talking about obesity in children. Doc has established what it is, why it is caused, and how we can prevent it. Just before we took that breather, uh, she gave us something to think about. And we'll be wrapping up on the ways to prevent your children from being obese or even help them manage and get out of the condition. So Doc, we've spoken about the dietary issues, how they're eating, but the, the lifestyle of an obese child goes beyond that. What are the other things we should be looking at and ensuring that they are doing? Yes, yeah, so I think to conclude on the diet, which is one of our biggest nightmare, as parents, one I've talked about, we controlling what is available at home. Mm. And then also let's engage our children over and over again. Don't scold the child because he's eating so much because you did the training when he was much younger. And so we've realized we have a problem. We have to talk through it. Sometimes you have to be stern, but then don't let the person feel so much a victim that he decides to find smart ways around it. Children will always be children, though. Yeah, they can be manipulative. They can be very good at it. So, so let's manage what... And then portion control, portion management. Let's all agree on the portions. Even if you are not home, your house help or the nanny should know what the required portion is. 
Sometimes they are also terrible. You ask them to give a ladle and they will give four ladles. They are more, you know, but, a dog, it happens that sometimes the, 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 the children and the nannies are friends, you know, and the nannies are very simple. Oh, give me, oh, you know when mommy comes, you know, give me, oh, you give me this one last time and then they get sympathetic and, you know. I saw it in my home at a point when oh. my children were virtually gobbling down double what they used to because they had this very sweet second you know i saw it in my home at a point when oh. my children were virtually gobbling down double what they used to because they have this very sweet they also know better and i realized that when you the parent is a guy of bread he's hungry yes yeah, so we should get healthy snacks available if there are only fruits in the fridge and smoothies and maybe a few dry nuts or something mm. He will pick on a few, and then dinner should come early. So even kose, like you mentioned, I, yes. I never thought about it. That yes, kose is be beans. Yes. It's a good snack. Very nutritious. Yes. And so he picks on that, and dinner will be ready soon. Mm. And of course, when he's not fast, yes, kose is be beans. Yes. It's a good snack. Very nutritious. Yes. And so he picks on that, and dinner will be ready soon. Mm. And of course, when he's not fast, some fruits in there. Put some apples or grapes or something, because they um, are affluent, so you can afford grapes. And then let them pick on them. It will, it will take care of someone. I have not said no, no to any food in particular, but reduce the proportion. Less, some of them we can get out of the house without missing them. The cereals that are all sugar-coated, get mm. them out. Mm. But, Doc, you know, you just brought my mind to something. Our, our children seem to be a reflection of us, just that because they are in a vulnerable state and because they may not be exerting as much energy as we are, they seem to be bearing the brunt harder than us. I'm saying this because you talk about exercising and I'm wondering to myself, how many parents even exercise? So the children don't have any example to follow. So here again, if you're singling out that child or your children and say they should exercise, what are you doing as a parent? That will make it more difficult as we have established. That is true. But the interesting thing is children naturally, when they are younger, love activity. We socialize them differently. Mm. We are stifling that thing in them. Yes, because we put in other measures that make them no more do what they would have done by default. If there's no source of entertainment and you leave a bunch of children in a room and you can't, you find them busy playing. They're either doing hide and seek I'll throw the ball at you, something. And you come and they are all laughing, sweating. You would never come and find four boys seated in quietly. a chair quietly 30 <laughs> minutes after you left them with nothing to distract them. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. They would have befriended each other, found something of common interest. By the time you get there, your sofa is, is, is more or less killed. <laughs> <laughs> if you are not careful, you'll be stopping on parts of your sofa to the room. So that's just to show that children between three to five are supposed to be active all, all around the, the, the whole day. Mm. That is how they've been wired. So whatever they eat, they are supposed to burn most of it. Don't you know what? I see, I just feel the, the, the whole day. Mm. That is how they've been wired. So whatever they eat, they are supposed to burn most of it. Don't you know what? I see, I just feel for many parents, once they pick up the children, they're, good, they're thinking of preparing the meal for the next day. And so... They cannot even engage the child in the play. Because, you know, usually children want to play with you. They want to see... Or even dancing. You can put on okay. music when they go home. We are all going to dance and That's show the one. best dance move. That's a good one. And then we laugh at it. Whilst you are preparing dinner, 
everybody can He's dance. Dancing. Yes. <laughs> and then when your food is on fire, it's not too early. You also dance. Okay. And a few bad moves and everybody is <laughs> laughing. But it burns and you exercise. Mm. So it doesn't always have to be ballet or anything that you're going to pay for. No. Let's look for things around our home that in the... And of course, it's okay for a child to go to the neighbor's house and play for 30 minutes whilst you, you are preparing a meal. Unless, of course, you are not sure... Of the kind of, I mean, how safe the child is in the neighbor's house because some neighbors are a bit different from what you would expect, yes. So those are some of the few, but I know you have to be deliberate, trust Mm. me. Mm. There are times you have to walk with them. They desire to have family walk after dinner. If your neighborhood is safe after dinner, can you walk for 30 minutes in the safe neighborhood? Let them run around. And because you are, then you get them to fill you in on school. You also get to know what is going on in their mind. Sometimes I listen to stories about friends in school and mm. I have an idea of the issues they are grappling with. Mm. And then you can chip in and, and, and have your mm. opinion. So I think we have to be deliberate. Look for a football. Get a ball. If, you have, if it's an only child, it becomes a bit tricky. But mm. if they are two or three, they can always play the football. Mm. Create a safe space space in front of you if that small pouch they can play pull to across. pull across we'll dedicate on a later day a whole episode to talking about screen time and the effects psychological emotional physical all the effects of screen time because there again doc sometimes it's a status symbol i have I, I i i bought an ipad for my son and my daughter so i mean it's a status thing or Kill the stress. I mean, I'm, I just came back from work. You're disturbing me. Go watch TV or go on your tablets or something. But that's also affecting them and it's, it's causing inactivity, which inadvertently leads to obesity. Yes, which is, yes, 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 yes. And, you know, now our friends even tell us that, wow, why, why haven't you bought some for your child? And you, mm. you, are, you, you, are, you are not, in, in, you, are not, you are not going with a trend. You are not going with a trend. And so I think we just have to be aware of what these things do. Mm. When I said sleep deprivation, it's also linked to obesity. Children should have about 9 to 11 hours of sleep, average 10. So if your child is not having, uh, is not having 8 hours minimum, then you are in trouble. Mm. Okay? So what happens is sometimes we are waking up very early to go to school, coming home late in between very short time to sleep. And then when the children come, they also go onto the, the TV mm. because they think they've been out of the house the whole day. This right. is time to catch up. Mm. It's still sleep from them. Mm. And normally when you've been on the screen, it takes you much longer to unwind. Okay? So when if you are already using all your time to commute, then we, TV during the week is not an option. Mm. Okay? Because the screen will take away the child's sleeping time. Or he sleeps and wakes up to go and watch TV. So he doesn't have continuous sleep. Well, how do you become obese when you are not sleeping? It's because when you stay up late, then the hunger hormones kick in. You know that when you stay up late, you pick up, you pick yeah. a lot. Yes, yes. Because yes. you're hungry and yes. you have to eat. Yes. Yes. If you sleep by eight, you don't fall, you are not hungry by 10 p.m. Mm. If you stay up, that's when you are now in the fridge looking for nibbles, looking for snack. <laughs> Looking for this, and mm. that's what happened. And also, if you don't sleep at night, as you should, the insulin that we know, yes, you begin to produce unnecessary quantities at night. 
it works so hard, right? There's no activity. Mm. So then you go, yes, you begin to produce unnecessary quantities at night. It works so hard, right? There's no activity. Mm. So then you have. Good. That's a good, that's the question that we have to answer. The challenge heart problem is more of lifestyle induced. And so it increases their risk. When a child has a lot of fat, they begin to have liver disease. Mm. The fat goes into the liver mm. and begins to give them problems. They have respiratory disease. Some of them, they, don't, they, sl- they sleep and they wake up. They have sleep apnea. Mm. Some have asthma attacks because mm. of poor sleep. And I mean, it, 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 it's a host of them. Yes, some of the bones, you have joint problems. As they grow, they have joint problems, the knees, and think because you overwork the joints. And so the, the cartilage and other things wear out. And then also, they become a. They, they attain puberty earlier than you want. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. And so a baby is now menstruating and you are helpless. A baby? Not a baby as like, a baby, but okay, your, your but baby. In terms of the, yeah. Your baby. <laughs> your baby, because in your mind, you think... She hasn't gotten there yet. Yes. So you were in denial when she was putting on weight. Oh, it's baby fat. It's baby fat. Then one fine day you wake up and the baby fat is... It's now, and you have a girl, yes, who is menstruating, and you are now grappling to know what to do. So obesity, when you eat so much, you you, you attain puberty earlier than usual. Yes, that's one thing we know. Mm. And then, of course, we have poor self-esteem. The child who is overweight has Mm. a poor self-esteem. She's self-conscious. She becomes a victim of bullying. And people are always making fun of her. And she begins to avoid public places Mm. and it's it's negative. Mm. It's negative. And when the mental well-being is affected, Mm. it affects school performance. Mm. It affects him or he or she attaining his or her potential because she thinks everybody's going to laugh at him. Mm. And I don't think we want that for our children so the the effects are not only physical there's also the emotional bit of it and um, in our understanding of obesity doc we also understand that it is harder for children especially to get out or even adults when they don't have the social support systems and so once they are emotionally drained it even becomes more difficult to deal with the situation we will go and take our tips when we come back i'll just let you wrap up or summarize everything we've spoken about about today obviously with the hope that young children with obesity will be able to turn the tables around here are our tips for you today we'll be back with more one children get obese when they consume more food than they need two physical activity is very important in preventing obesity 3. Lack of sleep produces more fat deposits in bodies. 4. Children who are obese are likely to have diabetes, hypertension, joint problems, anxiety, depression, and many other diseases early in life. 5. Prevention of obesity is better than treatment. Hello, do you have any questions for your baby doctor? Send a video or text to 0557-456-211. Would love to hear from you. I hope you always keep those 
tidbits close to you because they're very important and that's why we deliver them to you every episode. This is The Baby Doctor, where all we are concerned about is that your children are healthy and healed. Today, we've been talking about obesity in children and why it's important for you to know all about it. In wrapping up our conversation, Doc, I need to ask you this because it's very important. What's the correlation between birth weight and obesity later uh, for children? And um, there are those who say that, oh, allow the kids, they will thin out, they will lose it. When they hit puberty, you see that they become very lanky and, and fine. So just allow them. This is just nothing, nothing to worry about. Okay, that's a good question. I think um, for birth weight and obesity, I don't think there's any direct correlation. No. You could be big, but your birth weight does not justify a BMI. You know, I said obesity was BMI. Mm. And so, yes, you could be heavy at birth. You may be tall. Your height will be maintained. But that doesn't justify adding weight to the height. And so I think there's no direct correlation. There's no just... Don't say because my child was 5 kilos at birth, he has the license to be 80 kilos at 10 years. You've seen a child like that? Yes. 80 at 10? Yes. Wow. Yes. So that you are doing your child a disservice. That's huge. Yes. And then also this thinning out thing is it's something that is costing us now. And I always say that when we, you know, you know, not too long ago in Ghana, by puberty, you went to boarding school. Mm. And when you've had whatever you want to eat in boarding school, you ate by the bell. <laughs> and so somehow the school did for you what's, you couldn't achieve at home. You were given a strict diet. You didn't have more than necessary to eat. There was portion control. They served everybody the same quantity. And so by and large, you came from abundance to little. And so you thinned out. And then also the snack troubles or the cupboard had very few interesting things. If it's not Gary with shito. Garrid milk, sardine. sardine, which was like, you know, when you had sardines, it was like you had been given KFC. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, so then there wasn't much to nibble on. So you would thin out. And that was like five, seven years of that. So you thinned out. But for now, they hit puberty at home. Mm. And they have more access. And at puberty, it's difficult to control them even at home. And so then you've already trained a child to eat so much. And now he has access to everything. So they mm. continue to binge. Mm. If you look outside our country and you went abroad, the teenagers did not turn out. No, they didn't. Yes. In fact, if, if, if you're exposed or you travel out, when someone tells you they're 16, you look at them again and like, wow. Yes, and you look 16? at yourself in the mirror. Oh, wow. Because, mm. yeah, they look like your classmates. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that's what I would say, that we should be careful about thinking that if we don't fix the problem, mm the problem will fix itself because we are not creating the environment that will make the problem fix itself. Right. But So we should just help our children to make healthy choices and let a child know this is an unhealthy meal. So when he's even having some of it, at the back of the mind, you hear that voice telling that enough of junk, junk. food. And, you know, you feel guilty eating too much of junk after a while. But you eat all the same, but you know that you should not eat too much. So when you've eaten one today, you may not go over the following day. So I think we should do that and protect our children. And I must say that if your child is looking thin, yes, he will thin out. But what happens to the fat in the blood vessels, the arteriosclerosis and all the clots and plaques? So 
be mindful of that. A thin body does not necessarily mean healthy vessels. Mm. And so if you kill the vessels when he's younger, he will shed the body fat, but the vessels will stay sick. Wow. And we have a responsibility to our children because we are investing so much in their education. We want them to make it more than we achieved. We want them to be comfortable. So protect their health because when they make their money and all they do is spend it on medications, then you have not helped them. Doc, I'm so grateful that you spoke about the bit on the vessels and the organs having fat around them. It's very important. Um, you may not know your child is looking thin, like Doc said, and you don't have telescopic eyes to see what's happening beyond you know, what you can just see on the, on the surface of their skin. So here's what you can do. Today we've been talking at length about obesity, but your problem is specific and you need tailor-made solutions. So here's what I want you to do, right? After the show, just do a quick Google search. Koi Pediatrics, C-O-Y Pediatrics. You'll find the number, give them a call, book an appointment, or you can just walk into any of the facilities at Community 6 in Tema or Community 25. Doc and her team, such a wonderful team she's got there. They will attend to you. They've got a child-friendly environment. It's a specialist, children's specialist hospital. What else do you expect? And, and they run 24 hours. So just give Doc a call. Visit her facility. She's got therapists. She's got everybody needed to help your child overcome obesity. Or if you're a family uh, that wants guidelines on how to, you know, maintain. <laughs> Stay connected. Switch on a world of wow. wow. <laughs> and switch on now with DSTV. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Focused... Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alexa in my bag. Alex, what? Alexa, open multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM. Hits FM. Love FM. Live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana. Play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play. And then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. It was barely a year ago when I sat in this very hall to witness the 2021 Distinction Awards. I watched with awe and admiration the honor and prestige conferred upon the then awardees. They had braced all the odds to make it to the top. I wondered if I could ever achieve such a feat. However, I was motivated 
and I determined to make it a reality. The Waiyak Distinction Awards 2022, showing this Sunday on 6th August 2023 at 6pm, only on Joy News. For crystal clear and thrilling podcasts and live shows, download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, MyJoy Online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adobe Online, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated. Incredible bonds. The rise of legends in the most challenging of times. And the most unforgettable moments that kept us at the edge of our seat. Everything up till now was just the beginning. Legends go head to head as timelines have collapsed for the ultimate showdown. Welcome to Big Brother Niger All Stars. Starts 23rd July. Headline sponsor, Money Point. It was barely a year ago when I sat in this very hall to witness the 2021 Distinction Awards. I watched with awe and admiration the honor and prestige conferred upon the then awardees. They had braced all the odds to make it to the top. I wondered if I could ever achieve such a feat. However, I was motivated and I determined to make it a reality. The Waiyak Distinction Awards 2022, showing this Sunday on 6th August 2023 at 6pm, only on Joy News. My name is John, and this is my long-time crush. My cookie dipped in strawberry yogurt. Is the Peloton bike even worth it? Isn't it just a bike? Uh, just a bike with low-impact rides for chill people to chill with, with 5- and 10-minute cooldowns for cool people to be cool with, and scenic rides for vibey people to vibe with. It's just a bike with a 30-day home trial so you can see if you're any one of those people. Try a Peloton Bike or Bike Plus at home for 30 days, and if it's not for you, return it for a full refund. First-time bike and Bike Plus purchasers only one trial per household. Upfront payment required. Full terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Mystery sale is back at JCPenney. How much will you save? Shop smart and hurry in store for a coupon giveaway while they last. You could peel and reveal an extra 30, 40, or even 50% off. And stock up on end-of-summer deals and cool styles just in time for back to school. Plus, enjoy extended hours at participating stores. Surprise! The savings end Sunday. JCPenney. Offer valid on select styles through 8-6. Exclusions apply. Giveaway in-store only. Must be 18 or older. See store or jcp.com for details. This scorching hot afternoon on our way back from a long job hunt, we met this good Samaritan who offered us a ride. Six weeks later. And there she is, my cookie, dipped in someone else's yogurt. Don't be like John, who holds the mula, calls the shot, 
play game by games, the easiest lottery to play and win. With four numbers from zero to nine, up to three times daily to become one of our daily lucky winners. Dial star nine four six hash to play now. Or you can also play online at www.gameparkgames.com. Game Park is regulated by the National Lottery Authority. Yes, first of all, looking at the, um, the HIV population, which is uh, roughly about 355,000, um, it clearly shows that uh, the sex distribution um, presents a, a major concern because the women are disproportionately affected. Um, it is it is natural that that should be the case. But what is worrying about that is the fact that um, women are not receiving the needed support they, they, they need from men to protect themselves. Why I'm saying that is because 80% of uh, HIV transmission in this country occurs through sexual contact. And therefore, um, women and men having sex uh, would require that if we want to reduce new infections, then obviously there should be protection. And protection means wearing a condom uh, correctly and consistently anytime one has sex, especially if uh, the sexual activity occurs outside a stable relationship like uh, marriage or uh, something like that. And so uh, that is a major issue for, for us. Women's vulnerability should be reduced uh, in collaboration with men if we should uh, achieve the targets we've set for ourselves in achieving zero new infections in the country. But if you look at the story behind the numbers as have been pre presented to us today, what do you think women are doing wrong specifically from the observation of what happens in the country to have such uh, a disturbing situation, nearly double the number of uh, men with HIV infections in Ghana? Well, now we know that women are more liberated uh, to the extent that they say um, what men can do, women can do better. And so in the traditional setting, women were not allowed to have multiple uh, partners. But today it's a common place to see or talk about, you know, young women and, of course, women in general having multiple uh, sexual partners. And they have no inhibitions uh, doing that. They have no inhibitions talking about that. And so if you watch some of the street, you know, interviews uh, done by people which are usually featured on social media, uh, you see that uh, one woman can have multiple sex partners, so is young men. I mean, uh, so are young men. And so we are having 
women not only having multiple sexual partners, which is a major risk in the first place if they are not protecting themselves, but we have more and more young uh, women going into uh, sex work. And some who do not recognize that what they are doing is sex work, is actually, uh, they are actually um, doing exactly what sex workers do. Uh, explain that. Uh, uh, what I mean is that some of them may not recognize they are doing sex work. But in actual fact, they are doing sex work. In, in what sex way? Sex work is about exchanging you know, sex for money or for uh, gifts or any other uh, thing. Okay? And so here is the case where we have many women seeing their bodies as source of income. And if you use your body for source, as source of income, then it means you will have to make the body available to multiple men in order to raise enough income. And that is where the challenge is. Is that the situation in Ghana here? Do you see a lot of them doing this? Yes. Yes. The, the first time we did uh, sex worker population size estimate, that was 2011. The population then was around, uh, I think, oh, forgive me, it was, I think, 50,000. Now it's, the last time we did it, it was almost 70,000. That is four years after. And now when you go out there, you see young people even some at the tender age of 10 on the street soliciting. Now, many of them don't solicit on the streets. They do it what they call on the internet. And so you have hookup where, where uh, a, a, a young lady will go, of course, young men are also doing the same, will go to a client you know, at an agreed place. And we have some who are also doing it, you know, uh, they operate, uh, you know, from a home-based uh, kind of setting. And so it's going on. We have high-class sex workers who live in, you know, luxury apartments, and their clients are, you know, people of substance, in society who actually patronize their services. So we have all these things happening in Ghana. Uh, th this is worrying, and uh, I noticed that you have interventions to deal with this, but uh, can you brief us on uh, any advice for women directly so that we're able to reduce the spread amongst them, and once that happens, we know we will be able to reduce that amongst men? Yes. So. First of all, having multiple sexual partners is a high risk. And if you want to reduce the risk, you first reduce the number of sex partners. And if that is too difficult for you, 
then you have to protect yourself at all times because you do not know what your client is capable of giving you. Number two is that you have to test to know your HIV status because for you to effectively protect yourself against HIV, you should know whether you have it or not. Because if you have it and you, you think you are protecting yourself, it amounts to nothing. And so first know your HIV status. Do well to know the HIV status of your partner. Now we have self-test kits which are free. At the moment they are free. So you can have as many as you want and then encourage your partners to test if you are a sex worker. But that is not the only thing you have to do. You also have to be mindful of the fact that you are exposing yourself to not only HIV risk, a risk of contracting HIV, but other sexually transmitted infections. You may not even be prepared to get pregnant or make somebody pregnant if you are a man. And so you have to take all these things into account and protect yourself. Realistically, you know the economy is getting tougher by the day and people have to find ways and means to survive. Uh, do you think this message, yes, as good as it may be, do you think people can easily accept and practice them as you've, you've preached? Right. Yes, the economy is tight. Life is difficult for majority of Ghanaians. But there is consequence for every cho choice we make. And so you must be mindful that whatever choice you are making today has a consequence. And the consequence is that if you are engaging in sex and you don't know your status or the status of your partner, you should understand that you are actually uh, engaging in a risky activity or you are putting yourself at risk of not only HIV but other sexually transmitted infections. That's number one. Number two is that selling, or selling your body is not the only way that you can make livelihood. There are a lot of things you can do to keep yourself going. And I think you, one should consider such options as well and not look at only the easiest way out of the situation because there is nothing easy anywhere. When you get infected with HIV, it's going to change your life for the rest of your life. Why? Because even when you are on treatment, it will not, you will not be cured by the treatment, which means you will live with it for, for the rest of your life. Um, is, it, is that better than living without HIV? It's a question everybody uh, has to you know, answer for him or herself.
But we're seeing a lot of these cases in the Greater Accra region, Ashanti region. Uh, what's accounting for the, the high numbers in the big cities? Well, the literature clearly um, shows that urbanization has got a lot to do with HIV infections, and not only HIV, um, other epidemics, you know, we see the same trend. And uh, in the urban settings, uh, people have to do a number of things, especially migrants. You have on the streets of Accra many young people who have traveled from far places to come and make a living here. They don't find their jobs, and so they end up on the streets. And surviving on the street is difficult. So they need to get involved in street-based commercial activities. That doesn't end their match, and they have to supplement their income. And so uh, they end up getting involved in sex work or having sex with multiple partners. And sometimes, too, they fall into the hands of uh, pimps who use them as sex workers you know, and make money out of them. And so the, the urban environment creates a lot of challenges for people who uh, may end up getting HIV because accommodation is, you know, inadequate. And so people have to sleep rough. And sleeping rough means being exposed to all kinds of, you know, uh, challenges. And... Um, that is what urbanization, you know, uh, impact, how urbanization impacts on uh, the health of the people, uh, and in this case, uh, HIV infections. But the simple explanation is that Greater Accra has the largest population, is the region with the largest population in, in Ghana, followed by Ashanti. And so, naturally, you expect that um, Greater Accra should have more HIV population than any other region in the country. And uh, that is what we are seeing from this data. So, as bad as the situation looks, and you've mentioned that poverty has a lot to do with the spread of the virus, what do you see the situation uh, uh, for 2023 as you've already started some projections on that. Yes. Um, 2023, we expect new infections to reduce, as we've seen between 2021 and 2022. Uh, and we are desirous to see a much uh, reduction, you know, much more reduction than we've seen uh, in the last year. Uh, because our target is to reduce new infections by 17%. And so anything less than that will mean that we are not doing well. Uh, and that is why every Ghanaian has to work with the commission in ensuring that they protect themselves so we can reduce new infections. And we have a target, 2030, to eliminate HIV AIDS from Ghana. Uh, how are we progressing on that? Well, 
for us to achieve to end AIDS in Ghana, we have to diagnose 95% of people living with HIV in the country and put 95% of the, those diagnosed on treatment, antiretroviral treatment, and 95% uh, of those on treatment must become virally suppressed. Currently, uh, HIV diagnosis or case detection is at 71, almost 72%. Um, and then the uh, those on treatment is uh, 71.8 percent for know your status. That is the first 95. The second 95 is 87.4 percent, and the third 95 is 68.1 percent. That is where it stands. And what that means is that uh, more than 28% of people living with HIV still do not know their HIV status because they have not tested. And More the, than 28%? Yes. Uh, that represents what number? That represents about 100,000 people. 100,000 people. Yes. You mean all of these are out there, they don't know they have HIV and may be spreading? Exactly. That is what is happening. And of course they are spreading it unknowingly. And that is not the best. And in fact, uh, the, if, if, if someone, it's important for everyone to know their HIV status. And knowing it early, you know, is very important, even for treatment success. Uh, if you wait till you, you get AIDS before you go to hospital, it will take a longer, much longer time for you to recover in terms of boosting your immune system for, for it to, you know, regenerate and support your body. Uh, it takes longer time. And, and so it is important that you get tested to know your HIV status when you are strong and well. When you see no symptoms, uh, uh, HIV-infected related symptoms. Uh, that is the best time. And in fact, at the time when you don't feel sick and you have no signs, that is when you can transmit the virus even more. Why? Because acute being uh, in the acute stage of infection means that you are highly infectious and you transmit the virus, uh, you know, more than somebody who is not in the acute state. And so it is important that we test to know our status as early as possible and go on to treatment so that you can, you know, prolong your life and have uh, a healthy life and productive life. And briefly, are you looking, are you on the search for all of these 100,000 people? Yes, we are. That is why we launched the self-test campaign uh, two weeks ago, because there are people who are underserved when it comes to HIV services. Uh, some are hard to reach, uh, and they may not have the opportunity to get the, any of the services. And so bringing testing 
to their doorsteps and test the self-test kits are being distributed in the communities. So bringing it to their doorsteps will enable those who fear to know their status to at least start the process by testing to see whether they are reactive or non-reactive. And if they are reactive, then they can go to health facility and uh, have further diagnosis and management. Uh, and it is very critical that everyone gets to know his or her HIV status. Finally, are, are we going to be able to eliminate HIV AIDS by 2030 per the data you have? It's subject to a number of factors if we could be successful in this target. Number one is the cooperation of Ghanaians, um, taking HIV seriously and uh, eliminating the current level of high complacency and taking HIV as a serious matter and protecting themselves. That's number one. Number two is that we do not have, we have the strategies to achieve it. We have the policies, we have the programs and the tools to achieve. We have the human capacity to achieve the, strat uh, the targets. However, we don't have the resources to provide the services that will enable us to achieve the, the targets. And that is where uh, one of the major uh, problems. And so the commission uh, within its mandate is initiating resource, domestic resource mobilization uh, activities in a campaign uh, to give the opportunity to all Ghanaians to contribute to the AIDS fund. We know that there are well-to-do Ghanaians who are affected by HIV, whether they live with it themselves or they have family members who are affected or friends who are affected. And they will be kind enough to contribute or donate to the fund so that we can save lives and support children who, for no fault of theirs, have become victims uh, in terms of becoming AIDS orphans uh, because AIDS has taken their mothers and fathers away and they do not have anyone to look after them. Um, and we should be able to also prevent new infections. And all these call for huge investment. And so the donation uh, that we are asking for would help us do this. And it's opportunity we are giving to all Ghanaians uh, to uh, contribute. And so you can dial uh, the USSD code star 9898 hash and donate to the fund, follow the prompts and donate to the fund. Uh, we have bank account, uh, fund account numbers at Bank of Ghana and that can also be uh, used in paying directly into the account. And very soon we are going to share all the materials on both traditional and social media for uh, more and more Ghanaians to know about it 
and donate to the fund. And without the contribution of Ghanaians, we will fail as a country. We won't be able to achieve it because now our donors who are giving us money for the AIDS response, they insist that we should have the fund, 60% of the funds needed for HIV response domestically. And they are paying 40%. But currently, their contribution is less than 40%. For the next three years, their contribution every year is going to be 33%. So we should raise the 67% domestically. And that means government, corporate Ghana, individuals, philanthropists, everybody has to be involved. And no amount is too small. Even one city, even 10 pesos. If we have 1,000 people donating 10 pesos, that will give us some money. You know, so no amount is too small. Please feel free to donate to the AIDS Fund for us to save lives and prevent new infections in the country and support those who are affected by HIV, for example, AIDS orphans. Thank you. Many thanks, and a pleasure speaking to you. Yeah. Thank you for having me, and it's uh, always a pleasure uh, working with you. Thank you. I am a nurse by profession. I've been practicing for a decade plus at the Bono Regional Hospital, Sunyane. My passion is to see a world where people are having access to basic necessities such as, you know, healthcare and then education, empowerment, where to take an empowered society to make development. Fifteen years ago, I saw people dying of preventable conditions such as high blood pressure and then diabetes. So I came out with an organization called Friends of Health Association. And one of the key projects that we have done, blood donation for hospitals, and we are talking about cleanup exercise, community mobilization. Currently, we are on a child empowerment project. In fact, this project is seeking to empower 2,000 business schools students in the Bono, Bono East and the Ahafo region. The output or the resource is to ensure that we are having the reduction in teenage pregnancy. If you look at the data, teenage pregnancy all over the country is on the ascendancy. So this program will ensure that there is a reduction, if not, you know, eradicating the menace of teenage pregnancy. I've mentored over 500 plus nurses in the region intentionally through clinical skills, uh, through my work at the emergency department of the Bono Regional Hospital, and then through uh, other mediums and training. We have 20,000 plus that have benefited from all this project. They have benefited by way of healthcare, they have benefited by way of reconnecting back to the hospital, 
They are benefited by way of community development. They are benefited by the way of empowerment and others are taking initiative of their health care. If not for the Joy News Impact Project, uh, all the things that I'm doing over here would otherwise not have been heard. So it's a very brilliant idea. People will be motivated. People will be inspired. People will be challenged to pick up a problem in their society. It doesn't matter who is watching. It doesn't matter who is not watching you. We have to keep going. So I commend Joy News for this wonderful program and project which have come to stay. And this being the maiden one, we believe is going to be a springboard for uh, society, especially the youth, to pick up projects in their community. So I believe it's one of the greatest projects that uh, we can ever have in our country and then in the world. So I commend Joy News for this impact project. something happens, you want to know all about it immediately. Here at Joy News, we don't just bring you the breaking stories. We go beyond them to bring you the intricate issues in those developing stories. We are relentless in our probe, detailed in our search, and our commitment to be your most credible news source is one that you can trust, because news is all about you. Joy News, credible, independent, and fearless. one-day sale is going on now with great deals of the day on back-to-school essentials they need now like 40 to 50 percent off kids and juniors outfits 25 to 50 percent off backpacks bags and accessories and get their dorm room set with 40 percent off small appliances from bella crux and more plus download the app for even more great deals of the day at macy's savings off sale and clearance prices exclusions apply Rocket, we know buying a home is exciting and a bit overwhelming. Ready to buy a home but stressed about writing those big checks? Rocket can help you save. When you buy with Rocket Homes and finance with Rocket Mortgage, you can get up to $10,000 cash toward closing from Rocket Mortgage. It's a pretty big deal and one you can get only with Rocket. Visit onlywithrocket.com to get started today. For purchase transactions only, must lot rate between 331 and 831. Call 37 rocket for conditions and restrictions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS Consumer Access Org, number 3030. Mystery sale is back at JCPenney. How much will you save? Shop smart and hurry in store for a coupon giveaway while they last. You could peel and reveal an extra 30, 40, or even 50% off. And stock up on end-of-summer deals and cool styles just in time for back to school. Plus, enjoy extended hours at participating stores. Surprise! The savings end Sunday. JCPenney. Offer valid on select styles through 8-6. Exclusions apply. Giveaway in-store only. Must be 18 or older. See store or jcp.com for details. Is the Peloton bike even worth it? Isn't it just a bike? Uh, just a bike with low-impact rides for chill people to chill with, with 5- and 10-minute cooldowns for cool people to be cool with, and scenic rides for vibey people to vibe with. 
It's just a bike with a 30-day home trial, so you can see if you're any one of those people. Try a Peloton Bike or Bike Plus at home for 30 days, and if it's not for you, return it for a full refund. First-time bike and bike plus purchasers only. One trial per household. Upfront payment required. Full terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. I'll follow up. Um, the fact that we are not doing uh, only a can culture. Yeah. You see okay. how we build ah. the northern hearts. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh. Okay. So uh, every tribe can come around. Can come around. Anything, any tribe, any culture that you want to shoot, you can come to Kunsuwood. Kunsuwood. Yes. <laughs> are you going to do this for yeah of course i was going to ask you whether you you're going to do this for a very long time unless i died yeah but you're not dying now so, oh, okay <laughs> yeah. because you need to give us you know more movies yes. more series yeah. you know but what goes into uh, as a you, you you're a producer as mm -hmm. well what goes into selecting an actor for you know uh, we normally like do uh, audition Okay. We do auditions before uh, we, we, we want to start a shooting. Okay. We, we normally do auditions, so we pick them from the audition. Mm. You know that uh, the, the, there was some time, I mean, I don't know whether it's still happening. I, don't, I'm, I can't authenticate this, but, you know, people, especially young women, mm -hmm. you have been in the industry. You're still here. So yes. you've managed to go through it, mm -hmm. uh, beautiful village here. But some young ones will mm -hmm. say that uh, because of, you know, so-so and so, they don't want to act anymore. Some are talented actresses, but they can't act because some men mm -hmm. would want uh, to, you know, have an affair with them before giving them roles. Like all those, they are all rumors. That's mm -hmm. why I said I, I can't authenticate ah. Uh, do you think that that happens? Mm, I don't it, have any comments because I haven't experienced some. It before. And uh, in our production, there's no... Nothing like that. And there's nothing like that in our production. I can't uh, defend much because I don't know what is going on outside. But yeah. in our production, never. Mm. And... Uh, I, the reason why I don't have any comments, I'm not a victim of that. I haven't seen anything, anything like, that. like that. When I'm coming, I was coming into uh, the industry. The industry. Mm. What advice would you give a five, your five-year-old self? <laughs> not no, five-year-old is to is to fifteen-year-old. So maybe you're a fifteen year. I'm a 15 years. Yeah. What advice would you give to yourself in, say, this world? Uh, uh, what I can say is everybody has all his, uh, his or her talents. Yeah. God give everybody your talents. And you, when you get the chance, you have to make use of it. Mm. That's it. Yeah. If you make use of it... Yeah. then you can go far or you can make it. And all you have to know or all you have to think is I can do. If you have the can-do spirit, anything in you that God had put in you, 
it will come out. Mm. Do you sing? Yes. Do you love, uh, you know, uh, what, what kind of music do I'm you listen to? A, I was a musician uh, before into acting. How did I know that? <laughs> you were? Yeah. So you had I, a, you, I, you I, I've, I've recorded uh, two albums before. Tell me about it. <laughs> I'm surprised. Oh yes. I mean, don't don't look at me like that. I'm surprised. <laughs> really? Yes. It's a talent that God gave you. Gave me. So, but why did you stop? Because I, I haven't stopped. Go. But uh, you know, I, I I have been concentrating on the acting. The acting. Will you go for back? some time? Yes, I will go back. So, so uh, do you have like all your favorite musicians? Oh, do you also have a favorite musician? Yes. Who do you listen to? Uh, my favorite musician is uh, of late is Mamesta uh, Estenyamiche. Okay. Okay. And now is Diana Hamilton. Oh, which of the songs that you? Adwo, Adum, Adwo, Nyame, <laughs> wow, I... but but I'm I'm sure that uh, so I'm wondering if uh, your favorite actor has a favorite actor. Yes. Do you have a favorite actor? Yes. Because you are my favorite actor, so I'm I'm thinking if you also have a favorite actor. My favorite actress was a uh, uh, Grace, uh, Madame Grace Naughty. Okay. Okay. That, that's that's all. Yes. How about the, how about the men? You've worked the with a lot of people also. Yeah. That you think uh, they're talented. The men, hmm, the men was uh, uh, the name uh, Titi. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, Samajite Fio. Samajite Fio. Samajite Fio. Yeah. They are before I was coming to act. They are my. So you looked up to them. Romode, yeah. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you want us to, you know, continue the conversation? First of all, let's, you know, still take you around. It's a, it's a big place. But by the time we finish this conversation, we need to get, you know, each place mm -hmm. here at Kum Seawood. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.